Uh, I didn't. I forgot to push the record button, so we didn't. We didn't get that. <laughs> get that. That. That bit where people were saying stuff. Are we making the announcement about next week as well? Yeah. Let, okay, okay. Let's do that towards the end of the show. Yeah. Yeah. Got yeah. it. That announcement. And this this conversation will be in the front of the show, so now people will be like, "Ooh, what is that?" <laughs> I think that's a, that's exactly it too. The, Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'm ready when you're guys are ready. All right, ready. I'm ready. All right, here we go. Hello, everybody, and welcome to episode 18 of Two Nerds Maybe More. My name is Michael. I am one half of this show. With me, as always, is my co-host, my friend, my buddy, Marty. How are you doing today? I'm doing pretty good, Michael. I'm also a little bit sad because, uh, you know, there's some things in this world that you just can't get enough of. And that's time to play video games. So I think we need to do something about it. We need to start a petition. We need to get the you know politicians involved. We need to make this a political issue. We want more time to play computer games. I'm pretty sure you can get behind this, Michael. While I can get behind the idea, I just don't think that this is the platform in order to be able to get that petition rolling because this is not a political podcast. And somebody who does not like politics mixed in with their video games is our guest today. I would like to welcome Birta to the show. Welcome, Birta. Hi. How are you today? Good, good. Birta's come to join us to talk about our main subject uh, today. But before we get to that, Marty, have you been up to anything at all this week? Because I've been up to only like one thing. So <laughs> what have you been doing? Um, watching wise, I, I I haven't. Well, actually, that's a little bit of a lie. I, I was about to say that I have been watching some Netflix. I've been watching Vikings. I don't know if you've seen that, but uh, I have not seen it, but I know of it. I heard yeah, it's pretty good. So, it is pretty good so far. Uh, it's loosely based upon something that might loosely be right. Um, so we, we don't really know, but it's it's entertaining. That's that's what it is for sure. Cool. Um, in terms of watching things, I think on my end, it's just been Selena and I are going through the Marvel Cinematic Universe, but we're only doing movies, not necessarily all the shows and stuff that came along with them. And we watched the first two in the timeline, which first up was Captain America, which is better than what I give it credit for. Let me say that. Yeah, it's better than what I give it credit for. Oh, Captain America. Captain America. Yeah, I'm not mm. a huge Captain America. America fan. He's too righteous for me. Mm. Um, and then we watched Captain Marvel, which was, it was pretty good. I enjoyed the character. It definitely gave more to her than what we saw in uh, whatever Avengers movie she was in. Mm. I felt like she was a bit one note in those ones, if that makes sense. But I just wasn't interested in her as a character. This one definitely gave a little bit more interest to it. I don't like some of the humor moments, like there's it's not a spoiler there's like a moment where she's run around on the ship away from things and she opens a door and there's a whole bunch of bad guys and her reaction to it is to like do an, an aggressive scream at them which does nothing like i hate those moments uh whenever they add it in the comedy like portions of movies i hate it it 
It just doesn't fit. It takes me out of the moment. I don't like it, but the movie itself was good. I like her as a character. I think it's cool. I do think that she suffers from Superman syndrome for me in the case of she just seems way too overpowered. Um, that's without knowing anything about the comic books. Okay, I get that. I don't have a history with it. Like there are things that are stronger than Superman, right? Like he, yeah, he always wins, but uh, there are things that he struggles with. And Doomsday, they killed each other, fighting each other in that one. So, um, yeah, that's what I've been watching. Fair enough. All right. So before we get into what I've been playing, what have you been playing? <laughs> well, actually, before we get into what we've been playing, both Beat and I has been watching something as well. We went to the cinema to mm. watch Inception. Oh, yeah. True. I kind of already <laughs> forgot about that. But yeah, it's true. <laughs> Which is, some might think, hey, that's an old movie. Why, why did you go and watch an old movie? How does that work? Uh, I do not own a time machine, but um, <laughs> uh, Christopher Nolan, who, who um, wrote and directed Inception has a new movie coming out very soon called Tenet that I'm excited for and some people might have noticed the, the small um, you know quarantine going on and cinemas has been closed down so they've now reopened and uh, Christopher Nolan has uh, said yes to actually cinemas could actually show his movies as like a, a countdown to, to Tenet just to you know try and get people back into the cinema so we went and watched it and uh, personally it's one of my favorite Christopher Nolan movies, so I was really happy about seeing it. I'm not. I'm not sure how how happy Beatrice is about it. I mean, um, I was a bit hesitant about going to the cinema in general, and then the person next to us actually started coughing, and everyone just laughed like crazy. So that was a thing, <laughs> because he was like, "No, it's not Corona." I think at least that's what he said. He was talking Danish, um, but yeah, oh, friends. <laughs> um, but apart from that, I mean, the movie itself. Like, I had never seen the full movie. I think I've seen the beginning, and I'm very sure I knew the end to it. Um, but I hadn't seen, like, I couldn't consciously remember some of it. Like, I'm pretty sure I've never seen it all the way through. And so that was interesting. Um, it's not my preferred type of movie. Like, I think, well, it's a lot of mindfuck. And, I mean, <laughs> that's probably, that's, I mean, that's... The point of the movie but um i don't know it's heavy stuff so i'm not sure like i mean i do enjoy heavy stuff in terms of movies but i don't know um but it was fun and it was a good movie i mean um you know we do have a podcast that is on 5.5 movies um well movies rated 5.5 on imdb and we were talking about um in one movie how like storylines and consistency like stuff was convenient and marty was saying that if you look into it like this movie could have the same stuff and i was like but it's not something where like during the movie you realize <laughs> it so it's good <laughs> all right yeah all right what have you been playing marty all right i have been playing games uh <laughs> other games than the one we're going to talk about a little bit later but yeah some some of you might remember if you listened in before that i started playing xcom chimera squad and uh, then a lot of other games came in between and i realized that i had a few games that i hadn't completed and i wanted to go back to it so i went back to chimera squad today finished it off and uh yeah it's uh there it is done nice Check. congrats um 
really, I really enjoyed it. It it does suffer from the same thing that I guess all the XCOM games suffer upon is that you know towards the end you're like. Yeah, I, I know the formula now. It's basically the same things you go in and do and stuff like that. But but still very entertaining. Really uh, enjoyed it. And and just considering that it was something that wasn't really announced, I feel like it just all of a sudden it was there and it was half price. And I was like, oh okay, um, let's jump into it. Um, <laughs> so no, I think it was really well done. And they do tease uh, that 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 might be more coming in the XCOM universe. So okay. Yeah, which is pretty much a given. Like we know that there is. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but but yeah, but I just hope if I have to, you know, just uh, I, I think I've said it before. If there's one thing that I want to change is that you know what I want to be able to name my own units. I, d- I don't like this preset stuff. Uh, I want to be able to get my own my, my real life friends killed and stuff. Like yes, that. <laughs> in a safe setting where you won't get in trouble for it. <laughs> exactly. All right. Uh, before you go to your next one, mm-hmm. um, Birta. Besides the main game that we're playing, that we're going to be talking about today, uh, have you been playing any other games like throughout the week? Uh, this week, I mean, a slight bit of Animal Crossing just so that I could sell my turnips. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I, I'm kind of burned out on Animal Crossing a bit, at least in the like department of playing it every single day and like doing really huge rebuilding projects and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, but apart from that. I don't think so. I don't think this week was a very game-heavy week. Okay. All right, Marty, finish it off. Fair enough. I have been watching um, the... Well, I I didn't watch the the PlayStation reveal, but I did, you know, afterwards see, like, a few videos, what kind of... what games I expected for it and and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. And, I mean, I think in our household, we were a little bit... You know, we don't really know... Uh, when we are getting a PlayStation 5 and stuff like that, because I, I, I'm just thinking back to when the five, uh, PlayStation 4 was released. There was actually no new real games for it in the beginning, and I bought it day one, so I was like, oh, this is fun. I have a PlayStation and nothing to play on it. Um, what? I had, like, five games day one. But, I, but all of those games were, like, games that already existed on, on PlayStation 3, pretty much. It was just remakes and uh, remasters. And, and then there was a few new ones that, you know... There was neck. Nothing that I was interested in. So, <laughs> anyway, um, we've been so... I've been thinking about it, went to get it, and I think uh, it's pretty dead sure that we'll be getting a PlayStation 5 before uh, the holiday season because the new Spider-Man game is coming out in, in you know this year apparently Uh, so we'll be getting it then but another game the game that I actually want to talk about is that um, the game that we'll be getting another game that we'll be getting a sequel is Horizon Zero Dawn and I realized that I still hadn't finished (laughs) <laughs> the original game so i was like all right let's let's install it again so i installed it today uh, i played it like i don't know 30 minutes just to get get reacquainted with the controls and stuff like that and what i want, needed to do so yeah I'll, I'll definitely be jumping into that game a little bit more and and but just just getting into it again it was like coming home i i, I don't know the, the the world is just it's a it's a it's a really cool world it's a really good universe that they have created in in that game i feel like so i'm really looking forward to see how it ends yeah that's a game that i started but also did not finish that i would like to go back to it, i forgot why i stopped playing it it was just 
when you're sometimes when you're trying to juggle PC gaming and console gaming, you get wrapped up in one thing at one point, and then PC games at least constantly seem to have that endless grind to them, a lot of them. So you kind of get wrapped up into World of Warcraft for the 18,000th time. Um, I I think that's usually what happens to me as well, that that something happens in World of Warcraft and I get back into it. But I I don't think too much... I don't think we'll see too much World of Warcraft going on until, you know, uh, the pre-patch for the next expansion we hit. And we... Yeah, that's the end of the year as well. So so I, I, I think that I have decided to, you know, just finish off some of all those games that I haven't finished up yet. Awesome. So that was probably our shortest intro bit since we started the show. <laughs> it didn't take up half the show. Well, we don't know. This might actually be a shorter episode in general because we pretty much have one topic that we're going to talk about. And it's the game that all three of us have been playing this week at different levels, different amounts of time. But we've been sucked into Diablo 3 uh, Reaper of Souls on the PC and... We've been putting a little bit of time in there. A little bit of time. Some uh, some more than others. Yes, some more than others. The reason why I don't have any games on my list is because I think it was maybe the day after we did the last week's podcast. I think it was Sunday. Uh, I think we have played it nonstop pretty much a week by now. Yeah, in, in like a week's time, I'm... It's less than a week. On this character, at least, I am 40-something hours into this character within the last few days, which is not healthy by any means. Um, <laughs> but You don't say. <laughs> so we're each at three different points here. Uh, me and Marty are more closely related in the sense that we've dabbled in Diablo 3 in the past. I don't know how high you've ever really pushed, but at least personally, this is the highest... Uh, the highest I've ever gone in terms of difficulty, greater rifts, uh, paragon levels. Like, this is the most I've pushed in the last few days. To be honest, I think it's the same for me. Uh, as I said, told you before the show that, that you know, a seasoned character starts from, from, from scratch, so you have to build it up again. Mm-hmm. And when you hit max level, you could, you you get paragon levels. So you technically keep leveling after you're done, done leveling, if that makes sense. Um, and my this character this season character's paragon level is higher than what's on my normal account like, <laughs> like the non-seasonal stuff um so i've definitely pushed myself a little bit more when it comes to to those things and i think greater i, I actually don't know what my highest greater rift is uh, i know what my highest greater greater, uh, greater rift is now which is 62 um mm-hmm. but what it was, I, I don't, I don't think I've ever pushed it that, that high. I, I think what normally happens is that I just get that point where you don't really feel like there's much progress going on, and then I get bored, and then I leave and play WoW again or something. <laughs> yeah, I've kind of, uh, I've hit that wall, but I'm actually like smashing through that wall. I do have a goal that I'm aiming for, and now I actually have an idea on how to get there in this term of. I know how to, I'm pretty much rolling to get better versions of the gear that I have. Hmm. Um, so the higher I get in difficulty, the greater chance I have to get a, a piece that has better stats. So I'm aiming for stat inputs. I'm be aiming for specific uh, secondary things on it to support my build. Now, 
for some people, this may seem completely confusing. Like, what the heck are you talking about? <laughs> and I'm pretty sure one of those people is actually the guest that we have on today. Um, Birta comes from playing the game on the console, on the PS4, if I'm correct. And then she recently went through the PC campaign. I think Marty helped her out there. I think I jumped in and helped out a bit, too. And then she got power leveled all the way to 70 in just a few riffs and she's been jumping into some post-game stuff with us but for all intents and purposes diablo 3 endgame is completely new to her so we brought her on so that hopefully she can give us a little bit of insight into um what are you doing in the game right now how does it feel are you having fun do you wish that we never brought you along like what's going on on your end i mean I mean, what's going on on my end is that I'm still figuring things out so much. And then it's so weird because we're playing on a level where usually people wouldn't be figuring things out that I'm still figuring out. Because, I mean, you're saying I'm coming from the console, but what happened is that I once played the story with Marty. And then we did maybe like one or two rifts and then we stopped. Like, that's <laughs> how far I had gotten on the console. Like, I'm like further on PC now than I was on the console. And then now to be able to play the season, we just played the story, but like we pushed through it so fast that, I mean, I didn't even have a second to realize where each button was and we were already at level 10. And, you know, um, so I always played with others and I always tagged along, meaning I tagged along with Marty. And so I had zero idea what I was doing. Um, Mm And I still have very little idea on what I'm doing. Um, so it's really interesting to figure it out now because um, with the season, obviously at some point you have to do some solo stuff. So that's where I am at now that I had to like do my first uh, greater rift at uh, 20, right? Mm-hmm. Um, that I had to do myself. So I had to go out a bit by myself before that to like figure out what my setup is, how sequences are and that's new stuff to me too because you guys are coming from stuff like world of warcraft and things like that where you do have certain sequences that you're playing which i don't have experience with games like that like i have played final fantasy a little bit but even there i never got very far i never got to like highest level so it's the kind of thing where i don't have that kind of strategic background or like i'm not used to it in that way so Yeah, it's interesting and fun to learn right now. So Marty can probably back me up on this, is that when people start playing Diablo and they go through the campaign, there's a common thing where if they've never played the game or they don't have a big idea of what the game is all about, they usually say something along the lines of, okay, well, what do I do now? Mm -hmm. And people who play the game a lot will usually say like, oh, the game has just started. And you will also hear things like Endgame is completely different than the leveling portion of it and the campaign. Um, Birta, as a new player, do you feel like those statements are like accurate? Do you feel like the Endgame is its own beast that the leveling is just kind of like a precursor to? Yeah, I think so. But I, I mean, that's it's also difficult for me to tell because my Endgame play is still me tagging along with people a lot too. So <laughs> it's like... I can't really tell because I've never really experienced it by myself that much, but um, it's definitely a different style where in the beginning you're trying to follow the story and solve specific things and um, go to specific places. Now you're just 
trying to beat the clock on trying to do things in Greater Rift. So mm -hmm. it is definitely a different play on what the goals are. And um, I mean, just from a player standpoint, the um, end game is definitely something that, you know, me just being thrown in there, I'm like, what the heck's even happening and stuff's already dead. And <laughs> um, so it's like a bit interesting to see for me because like, um, people are already at a level where they're doing things and I can't really follow on what's actually happening. Um, so yeah, it's definitely a different different feel, but I don't know if I'm the best person to judge that because I have zero idea on what well, I'm doing. <laughs> well, Marty personally, he loves he loves the story of Diablo 3. He pretty much said it's his favorite story in all of video games. Um, so Marty, how Wait, do you what? feel as somebody who thinks that the Diablo 3 story is pretty much the next best thing since the Odyssey was written? Um, how do you feel about uh, campaign versus the end game? Whoa, Michael. <laughs> I think we need to discuss something. Um, yeah, that, that story, that storyline that you're talking so highly about. Um, yeah, that was a great story. Oh, my. Um, I'm just sitting sorry. here and wondering, like, was there a big story here? <laughs> yeah, oh, but that was, that was lots of story. It was just, you know, not greatly... <laughs> <laughs> written i think uh, sorry michael what was the question again uh, how do you feel uh if uh <laughs> would you but say actually... that the, the leveling is completely different compared to end game like do oh. you feel uh do you feel like everybody that plays the game owes it to themselves to actually delve into end game diablo 3 uh, to experience it and experience a different type of game versus just play the campaign and call it i mean it really depends what you want to get out of the game if you just if you want to experience story if that's why you're playing a game then no stay away from end game that's not really too much for you there uh, i know that they have tried to you know, incorporate a few things with the small patches here and there that expands on the law but mm -hmm. um but no i i feel like if you play through the main story uh don't worry wait until the app before is out and then come back to it um but um if you want to if, if you like loot michael if you like <laughs> to gather loot and feel that you equip an item and you're like oh now a little bit more powerful um then this game is for you because you will get thrown loot thrown at you left and right you will get gold thrown at you left and right you'll get gems <laughs> riches i mean yeah uh then the, you come to the right place let's just put it that way and also if you like to experiment with what you're doing as well this is definitely a place for you to shine as well because uh there's so many combinations of spells abilities runes stuff you can put in your cube you don't even know what what the cube is maybe but it's stuff <laughs> that you know makes you more powerful and you can you could that's loads of combinations um so if you're into that kind of stuff where you, you want to try it different things out and uh, equip that loot, get a little bit more powerful each time you equip something new, then this is definitely the place for you. I would say though that maybe just try and play through the, because 
each season has the chapters and the chapters will give you uh, when you complete these things and chapters you will you will get like a gear set that would basically change how you play the game pretty much mm-hmm. um, so I would say as a minimum um, try and just play through that see how that is uh, and, and get that set and, and, and you know see how stuff actually uh, all of a sudden you, you can combine and do some, some pretty awesome things yes, and I actually I, have to oh, agree Sorry. Um, and I actually have to agree on that, that um, that actually changed a lot about how I was playing too now that I have the set. And that's a really interesting thing for me as someone who might not have that great of an idea on like optimizing things and how things work together because it is so complex on how the skills work, how the items work, how the items support your skills and things like that. So having this specific set that you basically get thrown um, in, like, you know, you, you just get that set of your class and that's what you get um i mean you can get other things too but that's the one that you basically get for free so you kind of are forced to learn something new and like learn a specific kind of skill set and that's kind of fun because i would have never been able to build a skill set that works so well together um as the one that you're basically forced to play because you know you just google which kind of skills work together with a set and suddenly you have like um, skills that work really well together that you know I would have never gotten to just by playing the story, for example, um, in a way that you know is really smooth and um, yeah, that's actually really fun and something that I really enjoy right now. And, and fun fun fact about that whole thing actually is that one thing is that you get your set and you start to you know uh, find some abilities that work together with your set and maybe you're, you're following a guide and whatever. Um, what really was interesting to me as well was that because i think in the beginning you're just so focused on this set and how do you what abilities should you use with it and you follow a guide and stuff like that but there's also all these other small things just single items that does something to you that changes the playstyle a little bit or or enhances the playstyle something like that and i think that every time i've gotten to somewhere where i'm like felt like I'm a little bit stuck with the content then I've gotten one of those items that was in my guide that I needed that would actually improve my gear and it improved in a way where it's like oh this makes so much sense this is why I want this item because now you know I'm not running running low on resources all the time or stuff is blowing up over here just by me looking at it and stuff like that because of this one new item and and I think that's that's interesting and pretty cool that even though that you feel like you feel like pretty, you know, complete when you get your, t- your set and then you just add something new to the mix and all of a sudden you just perform so much better. Yes, the the set pieces, I think this is a great way to kind of transition into something that is interesting to a lot of different people, which is the different approaches that different uh, ARPG games kind of implement. If you are let's say a a path of exile player now i will tell you that i'm not like 100 path of exile i don't know everything about it but i do know that path of exile allows you to change your gear quite a bit there's a lot of gems that augment your play style and then there's that giant skill tree that you kind of have to have a pretty decent idea of where you want your points to go into in order to do the build that you want Now, one thing that Path of Exile does that Diablo 3 doesn't is that it feels like Path of Exile, it's your your player that is getting more powerful and the gear supplements your player. 
while Diablo 3 feels a bit more like you are searching for the gear to make you more powerful. Uh, I think that that has both positive and negative impact. Uh, a negative would simply be that despite how much I level or how strong I get, if I don't have the right gear pieces, it doesn't feel like I am powerful. Mm. While it also, if once you get your sets, you definitely feel that power and oh, yes. it forces you to play in a different way than you might normally play each season the set piece uh, the set will change and you'll have to the one that you get for free all the sets are available in the game at any point in time hmm. you just have to grind for some more than others you get one for doing your seasonal journey on one character uh, if you have more than one character during that season, only one character will get those gifts. So focus on one first, then try to get that second one later. But I like the gear in the sense of it will force me to try a different style. Now, I can see why people won't like that if the set that they have for that character is not one that they enjoy. Mm. If you want to be a furious charged barbarian and you're stuck with the whirlwind barb and for some reason you're weird and you don't like being a whirly boy, then um, then you're kind of like out of luck until you get that set and you're forced to play a different way that you may not want to play. I just um, want to say that I also like to be a whirly girl, not just a whirly boy. Yes, yes, yes. You can be uh, a female barbarian as well as a male one. You can do that for all the classes, by the way. Whatever class you want to be, you have your male and your female representation. So, Though this is a very, very white game. I... I said that earlier it's it's a very white game uh yes yes it is there's not a lot of uh ethnic diversity i guess you would say um i think diablo 4 is doing a little bit more with that if i'm correct like well i mean now is the time to do it right why not Um, earlier already but if not now when yep um marty how do you feel about character strength versus gear strength in a sense of other ARPGs because we both I know that you have issue with it especially in terms of systems where you have to put points in certain positions in order for your character to actually progress because we both played a little game called Wilson where our builds despite how we felt about them were not capable of handling the content that was in front of us yeah I mean it really really depends if 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 it's in a, at this point, I'm going through the storyline and I chose to go down this route with my talents. And because I did that, I cannot complete the story content. That's when I get a little bit, oh, this is bad, badly designed in my opinion, because I just want to get the, I just want to get the story. Uh, mm-hmm. And, and if I, if I, if, and if I'm playing the game and I'm doing what the play, what the game is telling me to do, like here's some talent points, spend some talent points, here's some gear, equip the gear that you feel like, and I can't get through the story content, then I think something has gone wrong. That being said, though, I totally think it's all right. On the other end, when I reach the the, the end game content, Diablo, for instance, and I want to jump straight, I've just hit max level. I want to go do a greater rift sixty. It should totally make sense that I cannot do that, obviously, because I haven't mm-hmm. put in the hours, I haven't gotten the gears and stuff like that to, to, to do it. So I think it's it's a it's a balance what, in what side of, of, of the spectrum are you right now? Um, so, yeah, I mean, 
and it doesn't mean what I'm saying. It doesn't mean that that you know content can't be challenging. I mean, it, it's fine that that you know the fights are challenging as as long as I have you know I can overcome them. Uh, mm-hmm. Where I really felt like, especially with Volson and the experiences I had at the point, I don't know how the game is today. Maybe they have fixed stuff. I don't know, but at, at least at that point, there was no way that I, even if I played perfectly, I, I I couldn't get through that content because. I just didn't have the the, the 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 power, the player power to do it. And that's actually what um, originally. So I my first experience with a game that is like Diablo was actually with Sacred, which is a German Diablo clone, I guess. Um, and I I mean that game came out in two thousand and four, so you can guess like how long ago this was for me. So this was on my very first laptop that I owned, um, and. I remember, I mean, I was a kid, so obviously I wasn't cap- like I, I wasn't good at gaming. I still am not, but I definitely was, you know, I was, I'm sure others got way further ahead than I did. But I know struggling with when at some point, even though you le- I leveled a lot and I did a lot of side quests too. I remember that and I've done it with like multiple characters, I, but I never got further than the first dragon that appeared. So that was like a really big boss. And... <laughs> I was just not able to do it alone. And um, even with my two brothers who played the game too, um, and they're both younger than me and they're, I mean, the middle one is a gamer to this day. And like, you know, I kind of want to get back to it with him now because it would probably be kind of fun. But um, even then, like, I don't think I ever got any further than that because I was just not able to do it by myself with like how the game functioned back then. Um, that being said, like I said, I probably did not play very optimal in that. So, yeah. I actually just want to quickly say that Sacred is not German. It's actually uh, uh, developed by Microsoft. Uh, no, Sacred is developed by Ascaron and Studio 2 uh, Software. It's like, it's their German studio. Well then, I don't know, then I might be looking at the wrong Sacred. Yes. I would assume so. It's just funny because it, it has the same <laughs> themes and it's uh, from 2004 and it's by Microsoft. Yeah. Anyway, it <laughs> doesn't matter. Uh, anyway, um, all right. So now we've kind of built up to this moment where we've all delved into the end game of Diablo 3. And now those of us that are still like pushing... We're pushing different bits, like Birta mentioned, solo bits. Um, I'm at a point where I'm trying to get to a Greater Rift 75, which is endgame dungeon type things. Marty is currently also pushing Greater Rifts, but we've both hit a point where the game stops necessarily being a shower of loot and rather a shower of useless crap that means nothing to you because it doesn't help you achieve your goal of actually beating the content that you're trying to beat now many games that are online games that focus on constant progression and things like that they always have a barrier at some point and i think we've both kind of started hitting this barrier without the intensive knowledge of like those end game runners like those guys on youtube and twitch that are constantly playing diablo 3 and they know the ins and outs and they know every strategy in order to get the most out of the game without knowing all of that we've kind of hit our casual barrier now some barriers are okay you hit them and you're like okay that seems logical 
Um, it, I understand why I can't beat that. Uh, Marty, do you feel like this barrier that you're kind of looking at right now we're approaching, do you feel like it's, it's a logical barrier? Like you can see, okay, do you feel like it's too frustrating? Like maybe you're doing way too much with so little reward in order to just get like one little thing and then it's still not enough even once you get that little thing? Like where are you on the spectrum? First, I just wanted to quickly say that uh, it's just me who can't read. Uh, Sacred is for Microsoft Windows, not by Microsoft Windows. Yes, so it's <laughs> and also you could play it on Lin- uh, Linux, actually. Yeah, you can play it on Linux as well. <laughs> anyway, where, where I am right now is a place where uh, I think, I, I feel like the time investment compared to what I actually want to do right now starts to tip in the wrong direction mm-hmm. um I, I do feel like I'm, a, I'm at a place right now where i'm, I'm in a good place i could probably pr- probably push my keys a little bit more but it's not fun for me because uh, i'm just dying too much um I, I i have no problem killing the mobs but they kill me really fast as well so re- so it's like every small mistake not just every mistake but every just tiny little mistake i make is instantly punished Mm-hmm. And that's just some people find that fun. I certainly do not. I get frustrated. I almost uh, am destroyer of desks when stuff like that happens. And um, and and I know that the only way that uh, well, there's two ways where I can progress now. Obviously, more experience. But secondly, it's just you know uh, try try to get the same pieces that I already have, but improved versions of those. Mm-hmm. Or go with a completely different set and play style. Yeah. Um, and yeah. And so I, I'm just hitting a place when I'm, I'm if, if at least with solo play, where it's not fun for me because uh, at least not if I'm pushing. Um, and 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 then I'm also like, if I'm not going to push, what else is there left for me to do in the game? And so mm-hmm. it, it it became it becomes. I just reached that point. Where I'm like, maybe it's time to move on to something else. But obviously, if we're playing in a group, if, if because you and I have been playing together with with Beatty and and also with with Pete, then it's fine because then then there's the social aspect of it as well, and and then it, it actually doesn't matter too much because you're just a group together having fun and stuff like that. But for me, solo play right now is is where I'm like, yeah, no, I shouldn't do it because I would get more frustrated than actually having fun with the game. Okay, um, Birta, are you anywhere on this spectrum? Are you just kind of logging in when everyone else is logging in, or are you doing anything on your own now that you're down your twenty? Like, are you trying to uh, have you looked into anything, or are you just kind of logging in when people are there and jumping in and having a good time with other people? I mean, mostly it's just jumping in when others are playing, and that's what this game has always been for me. Is that you know I just enjoy having games that I can play with others um, and. That's why it's always been that way, that I was the tagging along kind of person. Even with Sacred, that's what was happening. My brother was playing it, and so I tagged along, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, and um, eventually actually played that on my, by, on my own. But here, even with Diablo, I mean, now experimenting a little bit with um, playing stuff on my own, yes, definitely. Um, but I definitely haven't done it as much as you guys have, uh, by far not. Um, and you can see it on my Paragon level, obviously. Um, and which actually makes it difficult for me to play with you guys because it's okay as long as I stay together with everyone um, because I do actually 
not like my um, toughness is relatively okay that I don't die as crazily when I'm around everyone. But if you leave me alone while I'm on the like on the same difficulty level as everyone else, and I'm just in the middle of like 50 mobs, for sure <laughs> I will die because I just don't do enough damage um, compared to everyone else because everyone else is quite a bit ahead of me. So that's quite frustrating to like, you know, I have to run behind someone else. I cannot just, you know, do something where like everyone spreads out and like goes into different directions. Um, and so I'm kind of looking forward to the next season. That some That's something that we were talking about just earlier that we were gonna um, level together and all be at the same level. So I'm kind of looking forward to that of being at the same level as everyone else and being able to contribute to the same extent. And I mean, it still means that others are probably going to be more effective than I am, but it doesn't feel like I'm just tagging along and like, like I will actually be part of a team. And I think that's kind of what I'm looking forward to um, at the end of the month or next month mm -hmm. when the new season starts um, so that, yeah. I'm not only doing that, but yeah, and I want to play in a group. That's that's why I'm doing this. And for me, this is the first this is the first uh, time that I've actually really played the game as part of a group, which is difficult for me because I'm trying to subtract myself from years of playing solo play and now playing with the group where sometimes I have to take it back a little bit, especially since uh as of right now, like with the end of this season, we're all in different places and we all have different ideas of what we want to do for the end of this season. Um, and I have kind of, I've set the goal and it's a solo goal in order to complete it. So I have been trying to just push that. And uh, I'm looking forward to next season to be a little bit more relaxed, I think, at least in the group setting. Uh, in the group setting, it will definitely i'll definitely be more relaxed i won't have to be so crazy uh i'm a bit crazy right now because this is the first time i've ever made an attempt to do it and i really want to do it within the next few days before the season ends so i've been pushing really hard to get that um and i will say that i've definitely i hit that that 70 barrier for the greater rift 70 i hit the barrier yesterday i had a bit of a moment um where the game kind of lagged out on me a bit and wouldn't let me push any buttons and I died right on the last boss and because I died the timer ran out on me um, and basically all that we experienced was some was some a loud noise like you know a banging banging of stuff on, <laughs> on table something like that uh, all of a sudden the, the a small text appeared in the left corner saying Michael is going offline, and uh, yeah, that, that, that's what happened, basically. A little bit of, what do the young people call it? Gamer rage. That's it, Michael, isn't it? It was, it was, it was a moment. <laughs> the loud noise was the mouse getting flung against the table. <laughs> um, <laughs> I had to reset the computer, so I had to go offline, and... I was, I was extremely frustrated because it's 15 minutes of investment in trying to, and I had fought my way back from behind the timer. Like the whole beginning of it, I was behind the timer, but I was pushing and pushing and pushing to get back ahead of it. And I finally got ahead of it. And the boss was within killing range. And I got a dickhead boss uh, that sucks to go up against because he just charges you. And at these higher levels, like, yes, I do die too in pretty much like one hit. 
Um, I can't tank anything. It's more so understanding my build and working around the limitations and the strength of the enemy mobs. So unlike Marty, I kind of I do find some joy in trying to figure that out. Um, while it is frustrating in certain instances where it's just constant, like you get caught in a death loop. I've been there where no matter what you do, it just seems like all of a sudden you're dead, you're dead, you're mm. dead. And if you're a class that needs to ramp up to something, that definitely does not help because you're on a roll, you're killing everything, you're going boom, 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 boom. And then before you know it, it's like, oh, you're dead. You try to get it going again, but you're, you die before you can get all your stats up or whatever, your flow going. And it just takes away that entire like air that you had in you about it. And it just smushes it all out. But I, but I also think that's where the, ch- the the differences in the classes come come into play because I, I feel like you can probably you your class can do it a bit differently than mine because you don't have to be right next to the mob. Your range class, uh, you can be. I mean, sure, I think your build requires you to be fairly close to them, but at least you can still kite them, be at range, stuff like that. I'm a mm-hmm. melee class. I need to get in there, hit them a few times before I, I, I press the big button and everything dies. But if I zoom in there, start hitting stuff and then dies, then you know what? What can I then do? Because I need to hit them three times to get my 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 dots up on on them and then hit the big button. If I don't have time to do that, then I'm splat dead. Well, that's not really so much. There's not really many other things I can do about it besides getting better gear and, and you know getting that better resistance to to getting hit and stuff like that. Yep, there there definitely is. We're we're at that grind, that grind point. Mm. And the question is like, are you willing to put in the time to grind for a piece here, a piece there? Which there was one night where I I was playing for about three hours and I did nothing but spam greater, uh, not greater rifts. Uh, nephilim rift so i could get keys and hopefully drop things for gear mm. like that was all i was focused on and then the next day i just did a level 60 greater rift constantly mm. it just kept going through and through and through leveling up gems but also getting blood shards fishing for gear like that was all i was doing and then i was like okay now let me try to focus on the one that I'm actually trying to push. So it's just how much do you really want to put in? Because it does get boring. Mm. It and does get boring just going through 60 greater rips constantly. Yeah, and I, I mean, I think it's amazing that you can do it because I couldn't do that. I would, I would, when I start to get bored like that, then I'm like, yeah, no, let's get out of here. Let's do something else. Uh, I mean, I could do it if we were in a group and you know we were chatting and and having fun and the banter was going and stuff like that but doing it alone oh my god michael you're crazy you're crazy dude (laughs) i have to i mean (laughs) i'm grinding for certain things and you guys go to sleep apparently i don't know what's going on michael it's a game you're doing it for fun it's not like i have to you don't understand (laughs) all right that's why you're still at 60 something (laughs) It's not like your life depends on it. I mean, it's not my fault you guys go to sleep. I mean, if I could cash out that goal for real life money, then it would be a different thing <laughs> we're talking about. But it, that's it, the it dream. Just... That's the dream. <laughs> oh yeah, I would love those millions. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right, so I think we're we're at a pretty decent point. Uh, Marty, did you have any big? 
ideas of the game that I haven't brought up that you would like to bring up before we start trying to wrap this up, or maybe beers, or maybe you have something that you'd like to address? I I don't think so. Um, I think we covered pretty much all that we wanted to cover. I, I just want to also add that I'm looking forward to the next season as well. I'm looking forward to taking a little bit more because i think this we just jumped into it just because we were like hey actually we we knew we were going to do the next season as a group so i think a lot of us just jumped, jumped in now and we're like hey let's just try it out this let's, uh, let's just have some fun and see where it ends up and it, it definitely got way more uh hardcore than expected for some people <laughs> um but i'm really i'm actually looking forward to the next season to, to just you know we we made some ground rules that you know we only play these characters that we create, we only play them together. We have two set days mm-hmm. where we're playing X amount of hours um, and stuff like that. So I'm looking forward to that, to actually try and, and do things as a group and, and see how uh, how far we can get, but, you know, helping each other out and things like that. The, 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 I think it, it's, it's a little bit more down my alley that let's do it as a social group and overcome um, great evil together. <laughs> Uh, Birta, any last uh, any last words before we start wrapping this up? I'm still very um, shocked by the fact that I had to kill teddies and unicorns. <laughs> <laughs> it's a traumatizing experience for those for yes. the uninitiated. <laughs> yes. I just want to say. So that- for those who don't know, there's like basically sometimes you come upon a portal that you go through, um, and then you land in what's it called? Whimsy Shire or Whimsy Shire, yeah. And um, in that, you um, find a lot of gold and other things, and it's kind of fun. But the mobs that you encounter are teddy bears and unicorns and similar things. There's like rainbows and clouds, and it's very colorful, <laughs> unlike Diablo, which isn't. But then you kill a teddy bear, and it splatters like the normal mobs in Diablo, and it's kind of scarring. <laughs> that's also no cow level yeah there there is no cow level though there are cows well, yeah I, w- I was in the there was no cow level yesterday which was all the mobs were only cows and they came running towards me in big 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 herds they just kept I, I was like do, do they respawn or is there actually a limit <laughs> to this area because it really felt like they just kept coming so all right. Well, I think for the most part, that does it for our Diablo 3 addiction episode. <laughs> um, this was pretty much an intervention for me uh, <laughs> for playing way too much. Um, I will say that jumping into this has one. It's made me really excited to play next season in a different way. Mm. Uh, just kind of taking it a little bit easier relaxing maybe experimenting with the class i don't have much experience with um and also it's entered my mind i haven't done it yet but it's made me want to play other arpgs as well like it's maybe think about wilson think about path of exile even diablo 2 minecraft dungeons um i was just thinking that to me um (laughs) it's uh, by the way, I mean, if you want to go old school, Sacred is on Steam. It's called Sacred Gold on there, and it's only uh, 10 euros, so I, I would say $12 maybe, around that. Which is kind of crazy, because back then I paid 14 Why has this not gotten any cheaper than that? Because <laughs> it's but still worth that. It's still worth it. 
It's because you, you you played sacred. This is sacred gold. No, no, I played sacred gold, but oh. I never got to the gold part because gold is actually <laughs> that's the expansion of it. I never got there. I never got to the underworld. So I feel like maybe we have to get this game and like play it maybe just that's... so that I can for once pl- like kill these um, dragons and get to the underworld at some <laughs> so, point. So, I've not ever gotten through the story. So next season again, it's not Diablo. It's sacred. Is that what we're saying? <laughs> not maybe. Me. But it's from 2004, so I'm not sure how good that's going to be. There are two new games. There's Sacred 2 and Sacred 3, but apparently Mm -hmm. Sacred 3 strays a lot from how the games are. So that's what Wikipedia tells me. I don't know. (laughs) But, yeah. Maybe in the future sometime. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) All right. I think that does it for us. So, first of all, thank you, Birta, for joining us. Uh, This is your first time on the show, right? Yes, it is. Um, this is your chance. Do you have any any places that you're doing anything that you kind of want to let everybody here know about? Like, what do you I have mean, going on? I um, my company is called Virtual Birdie, and I do some stuff. I'm very inactive on uh, both Instagram and Twitter, but you can still follow me there. Um, and sometimes I stream on Twitch with the same name, Virtual Birdie, Birdie with a Y. So yeah. All right, be sure to check uh, Birta out over at uh, her Twitch channel. I know that she also shows off her skills at uh, graphic design and website design, whatever it's called. I'm sorry, I don't know. Um, <laughs> yeah, I'm that's not... basically what I do. So I do branding design and then okay. graphic design and web design. See, I wasn't too far off. I don't just no, push you're buttons and kill right. things. I <laughs> occasionally know things. <laughs> so that does it for us. Let us know what you guys have been playing. Have you been sucked into any ARPGs um, ever? Like maybe you were a Diablo 2 big person in the bet in the, back in the day. Let us know. Hmm. You can do so at two nerdsmaybemore.com. You can email the show at two nerdsmaybemore at gmail.com or you can follow us over on Twitter, which is two nerdsmaybemore with the number two. And a quick announcement before we get out of here uh, we just want to let you guys know that there will be no episode next week. Uh, we're both going to kind of take a week off. We're going to recharge our batteries, just relax from too much Diablo playing, unwind a little bit. Uh, Marty, anything else? No, I mean, I was just standing here thinking that, you know, at the moment I'm sort of on this quest to complete games that I have started and never completed. And then I realized that one of those games, among those are Volson. So, yeah, Mm. there's that. All right, and I will also go ahead and really quick let everybody know that I do stream over on twitch.tv slash acidtears111. The tears is spelled T-E-A-R-Z. Feel free to follow me there. I will be streaming our entire Diablo 3 adventure once the new season comes, and I have been streaming quite a bit recently of all of the stuff that I've been trying to do. So feel free to follow over there. Until then, we'll see you guys in a couple weeks. Take care, and thank you for stopping by. Bye. 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 This show is brought to you by Dragon Powered Studio. Find more at dragonpoweredstudio.com.